Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Game day. Not, game fist, day. not fist pump time, but yeah, we can do a game day <laughs> as the Dallas Cowboys are 12-point favorites. We know that no one in the Metroplex has been more red hot when it comes to Cowboy opinions and predictions than me, yours truly. And I'm here to tell you, if you're going to bet it, take the Cowboys and the points. Didn't you pick the Eagles last week? No, I picked the Cowboys. That's not true. It is true. Nick Eman picked the Eagles. Yeah. So I feel like you did pick the Eagles. <laughs> I picked the Cowboys by three. So go through your little Odyssey replay and all your little technology. Did you pick the Jaguars? You, you did yes, pick the Jaguars. I picked the Jaguars. I told you that the weeks before. You want me to run down my laundry list? Sean Stradamus. Right? If you are a uh, Tolo, you know, uh, I doubt anyone will admit it. I'm just telling you, if you want to make some more money, the Cowboys will win by more I than 12 I got to say, with, with, with Peyton's. Peyton's betting acumen yeah. and, and your your ability. I think you guys should double team on Degenerate tomorrow. Oh, I could do that. If you want to do Degenerate, you can oh, take can it. I? Yeah, Let's go. But I'm these ready. college games are very difficult. If you want to keep it all NFL, keep well, it Well, has NFL. RJ done college games with the bowl He's season? He's mixed in a couple. Has oh, he, oh okay. well, you can, you can talk about the Final Four. Yeah, TCU right, and TCU easy. Michigan. Oh, I'm ready. Three o'clock, Georgia, Ohio State. You have to do the voice like uh, Chop does, though. So, what's your? Let me hear your Godfather voice. No, your Dick Vitale. <sighs> do that. Thing well, with. I went three and seven last week. That but just it's sounds okay. like you're, sounds like you're holding your breath. <laughs> it sounds like you're going underwater. It's I'll take dog. notes. Give me yeah. time. Yeah. All right. So you can you can have the uh, degenerate tomorrow. Yes. Uh, Choppy did catch wind of. The over under tweet bet. Ah, oh, crap. As the Tolos, uh, RJ sent out, he loved Nathan Avaldi joining the Rangers rotation. And a couple of Tolos just wrote back two of five. And he's like, what's that? And he took it as someone saying, your tweet was a two out of five. And he wrote back, damn, harsh crowd. And so he had his feelings hurt uh, over that. So I, I, I would have thought he just, with Evaldi, he would have taken it as like, Oh, now Chop thinks we have two starters out of five in a rotation. He's only approving of Ivaldi and DeGrom. That's right. Um, all right, so let's get down to business. Cowboys are 12-point favorites. You agree that they'll win by yes. more than 12 tonight? Uh, yes. Like, in terms of the ease of these games, Houston, which I said would be closer. I won that bet against you, uh, by the way. All of our ears paid the price. I know. <laughs> uh, all right, you got... Houston, Indianapolis, Commanders earlier on in the season, which we had more respect for. Is this the easiest game? Is this the easiest game of the season as things stand right now with Derrick Henry, doubtful, Malik Willis playing quarterback, and all the other guys they have listed out? Yes. Now, now uh, before this, obviously, before they started resting guys, no. Like you would have said it was Houston going into that game or something like that. But, yeah, I mean, this is a... 
this is like preseason game four type of roster that Tennessee is going to roll out there tonight. And so it, it should be a very easy victory where, you, I, in theory, I think you could rest Parsons. You could rest Pollard. Like, you could rest a lot of guys and still beat them. All right. Tell us about Malik Willis. Let's let's at least have some discussion about him. Boy, he has not been good uh, since he got to the NFL. I, I mean, he's been in the NFL this season. There's a lot of – it was going to be a little bit of a process for him. Um, he started his career at Auburn, ended out transferring over to Liberty, and he was really good at Liberty. Um, really electric playmaker. Uh, the, his biggest problem at Liberty when he was there was he competition. <laughs> well, there's that, but also like he, as running quarterbacks, a lot of times tend to do bails out too early, drops his eyes and goes, Oh, got to get out of here whenever there's pressure. Uh, and, and that can burn you a little bit and it makes things really difficult on offensive linemen. And they already don't have a great offensive line, especially now tonight that they're going to be missing, uh, Nicholas Petit for And so it's one of those that he's, he's a big time threat running the ball. He's very mobile. He's got a good arm, but he's still trying to put the tools together to actually be a quarterback. We're trying to get him from, or not we, but the Titans are trying to get him from tools to complete quarterback, and he's just not there yet. They, they talk about the intangibles, the leadership, all that stuff we talked about with Dak in the, in the past. That's all there, like, you know, in, in spades for Malik Willis. It's just... Is he awful throwing the football? He has been. He hasn't thrown a touchdown pass this year. I think he's having trouble reading defenses right now. It's just the, it's that jump. I mean, you're going from Liberty to the NFL. Was he drafted way too high? No. There were a lot of people who thought he should have been drafted in the first round. As a third-round pick, he was really, really great value. I oh, mean, yeah. People thought he was going to the Steelers. A lot of people thought he would go in the first round. That was one of the guys that Chop thought was going to save him, potentially. Is The thought was, if Carolina goes quarterback, maybe they go Malik Willis there at six. Yeah, he did drop. He did drop the everybody, round three. Yeah, a lot, everybody except Pickett dropped. But he was a uh, he's a guy that I, I think is going to be a good football player. It's just he's not there right now. So on the season, in his most extensive game action, last week in the loss against the Texans, 14-23 to for 99 yards. 4.3 a pass. Not great, Sean. 4.3. Zero touchdowns, two interceptions. He was sacked four times. He did run it seven times for 43 yards. It's, I mean, how, how does he compare to like a Fields running around? Um, So far this year, he's not as good as Fields is doing that. But in well, terms Fields of his, like his all-time this year. But in terms of his athletic ability, he's he's very good. He's not quite a Justin Fields athlete, but he's he's – He's like on maybe just a step below, but he's really good. Here's could he was, they just say we're 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 having QB design runs in order to win this game? Is that something they would do? They haven't done a lot of it yet. I mean, even last week when he started and he was struggling throwing the ball, he only ran it seven times. Uh, but I mean, Dallas has struggled a lot of times with some of that stuff, so they may look at it and try and put it in. Mike Vrabel's just such a caveman. And and Todd Downing and, and those guys have always been just who's Todd Downing OC he, yeah he was the OC who got arrested for drunk driving oh a uh, few a few weeks back and so um it's just uh, they 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 are very much the let's load it up hand it off to the running back and go so I think you'll see a lot of Hassan Haskins tonight who is the guy the Cowboys like speaking of guys the Cowboys like is that a running back yes rookie running back out of Michigan somebody that the Cowboys would have considered on day three this year uh Malik Willis went 86 and it was where did Dallas pick Jalen Tolbert 88 
if Malik Willis had gotten to 88, the Cowboys would have seriously considered picking really? him. Just because they would have looked at it as like, this is too good a value. We have a big grade on him, and he's sitting here in the third round. we got to take him. He had another game against Kansas City. He was 5 of 16 for 80 yards. Before that, he was 6 of 10 for 55 yards against the Texans. I mean, this is a team. Forget about the Raiders and Derek Carr getting benched. What do they do with Tannehill? This over? This done? I mean, yeah, Willis is here for, I I, I would guess they're going to roll with Willis and then just find another veteran uh, to couple with him next year for him to learn with or to challenge him just for another year. But ultimately, they want this to be Malik Willis's job. Who else do we need to know on this football team? Um, a lot of guys who are going to be sitting on the bench in all likelihood. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I mean, look, Traylon Burks is a a good player. That was a guy that I AJ Brown replacement. Yeah, you were. I mean, you were sitting there in the on the draft show with us when I, and I had said it all day. I was like, Tennessee's going to come up and get Traylon Burks. That's the that's the big rumor. And so if they had, there are a couple different spots where. If Tennessee didn't take Haskins, if Tennessee didn't take Willis, if Tennessee didn't take Traylon Burks and he had slid a couple more picks, those three guys, like those three guys could have easily been on the Cowboys this year. They they would have absolutely considered Traylon Burks over Tyler Smith. They loved him. Traylon Burks, he's got some he's got some highlight reel catches. Yeah, he's and he's I, I mean, drafted him in fantasy. The guy he was compared to coming out was AJ Brown. So it makes sense that if you're dealing AJ Brown, you'd want to go get the AJ Brown replacement. But He's really good. Um, old buddy Jeff Swain. He plays for the Titans. Uh, they've got a Man, if Jeff Swain makes it into the need to know top five. I just I just reference that as he's there. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you if you want the Cowboys connections, you got Jeff Swain. You've also got Mario Edwards Jr., which that still is bizarre to me. Mario Edwards has been in the league for eight years now, and I remember like his dad played on teams. Brian Broadus was a scout for here in Dallas. Like, his dad was on the 0-3 defense starting at corner when they were ranked number one. But they're missing a ton of guys. Demarcus Walker's a good player. But, I mean, Denico Autry, Bud Dupree, like, Jeffrey Simmons, these are really good players that they're going to be missing today. Their tackles are going to be bad. This might be – I might come in here without a beard on Monday if Micah Parsons does play. Oh, do tell. Do explain. So, Wolchuk and I had a bet of – at training camp of 15 and a half was the over under for Parsons because Wolchuk was saying he was going to hit like 16 sacks. And I was like, I don't know about that. He may, he may be a better player and have lower sack totals because people are going to focus in on him, things like that. And it was looking rough there for a little bit. We made the bet there that the line was 15 and a half. And if it came in under, I had to, or Wolchuk had to shave his beard. And if it came in over, if Parsons got 16 sacks, then I have to shave my beard. And so, well, we saw you without a beard at Boomer Jacks already. No, you have not seen me completely clean shaven. My wife has not seen me completely clean shaven. Oh, and when she found out about the bet, she was pissed, and she said that if I do lose and I happen to shave, that she will, she's not going to look at me for three days. Why would she? That's how. That's, that's how, how long, long it takes what? a real man to grow back. <laughs> Only three days. She, she wants some. She wants some stubble, stubble or something because she's never seen me completely clean shaven other than in, in photos, and she's terrified that I will look like a teenager. And she's like, I won't be able to get it out of my head. Okay. Well, you better get it in now. No, well, I. I don't. I don't think. I think Micah Parsons is going to fall short. I don't think he's going to get to sixteen sacks. How many? How many is he at right now? He's at thirteen. At thirteen. He needs three. If he gets to two and a half, it's just a push. Okay. But he needs three for... So you're hoping he does not play tonight? 
Yeah, because, I mean, Dennis Daly's bad. Their tackle is really bad. What's Wolchuk look like? Wolchuk is terrified that he's going to lose this. He's like, I don't want to do this. This is going to look awful. I, I I look ridiculous. And so, he got that skinnier face now, though. Man, but if you he look got that at that soda face, I'm gonna I'm gonna find an old picture of him while we're talking here, and I'll I'll show you. All right. Uh, I don't know how this story got printed. This is such a joke. I almost texted Mike Fisher, and then I saw it was just his website and not his name at the top of the column. This is this fool who uh, has me blocked. Somehow I got blocked by Aaron Wilson a long time ago. Houston-based NFL reporter with the story that the Cowboys and Terrell Owens are talking. Oh, that's Wolchuk's <laughs> Ryan face. here. Hold show, that up. Show that on the, the fan cam there. Get, get that up for the fan cam. Dude, they're going <laughs> to. Wolchuk. So that's what he's be, terrified of. Wolchuk and Chiafalo, they're going to catch you in a corner one day. They're going to beat you down. You no, have they- no legs like like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> you have no legs on that couch. I have no legs. You gonna be on that couch trying to crawl around after they catch you in a corner the way you torture those 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 kids. <laughs> Tio at the age of forty nine has been calling Jerry Jones <laughs> seeking an NFL tryout. All of this is coming, of course, from Tio's Houston based agent. He's been training. He was working out with Deshaun Jackson. And, you know, the Cowboys have been in constant communication with T.O. as well over the last few days about him returning to America's team. He's ready to contribute and play any role, big or small. Okay, you are our Cowboys insider. You work with Jane Slater. What is your professional responsibility? What did you do yesterday when I sent you and Peyton this story? What did you do? Did you feel like you had to reach out to a source and risk getting laughed at? No. I laughed, and then I put my phone down. <laughs> is what I did. Uh, and Good I, I, Lord. This, honestly, I, I talked about it with G-Bag yesterday when they were asking about it. And if you go look at his Instagram, it's he was posting stories up there with these hashtags that was like, T.O. overtime or something like he he had something and he was posting these workouts of him running up a hill and stuff. I feel like not that this will be exactly, but I feel like this is one of these things where, oh, we're going to get to the Super Bowl and there's going to be a T.O. commercial. We're going to go, oh, this last month was some promo tied uh, into he was doing this. And okay. so that's just my sense. Is like it, a Gronk it, thing? It feels like some advertising bit almost. But I think that, uh, yeah, it was it was ridiculous and, and then and the tolos dug up a recent interview he did in san francisco where he crapped all over dak prescott you know like the quarterback here he was talking about where odell beckham should go as far as the teams uh that everyone keeps throwing out cowboys and giants if he goes to either one it's going to be a short-lived season he may as well go somewhere else otherwise he's just going to be watching the playoffs he should go to a team who obviously has a good quarterback. So shot fired at Dak Prescott from T.O. And then you know what T.O. said? He said two things. One, and I saved this right for Bobby, quote, I think he should go to a team like the Baltimore Ravens. They're a team on the cusp. They have a dynamic quarterback in Lamar Jackson. And you don't know who his number one and number two weapons are. It's a good fit for OBJ, maybe Buffalo. And then they're like, oh, really? Like Lamar is with his passing game and the way he throws the questions about him? Tio goes, well, I'm a basketball guy. I don't watch a lot of football. I can't say I've watched a full football game this season from first quarter to fourth quarter. 
This yeah, guy's I mean, all, honestly, all-time clown, and you should be ashamed and embarrassed that you loved him so much when he was playing. Well, you called him an all-time clown. I was about to DM him, see if he wanted to come on, but not if you're going to call him a clown. Oh, you all follow each other. Mm-hmm. We oh, do. he was on the Jane Slater podcast. He was. We interviewed him for an hour and a half. He was great. Uh, but, yeah, look, I mean, it, it makes sense that somebody who hasn't watched a full football game all season would think Lamar Jackson is a good quarterback and that that's where you should go play. <laughs> That's what I take from it. You should DM him, I guess. And say, hey, the guy who just called you a clown wants to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for great radio. <laughs> Maybe go ahead. Don't DM I'm him. I'm going to DM him anyway. So right there now. it is. T.O. T.O. The... One of my favorite players of all time. I and, love the guy. And then Jane did check in with someone. She did. And? Uh, no, absolutely not. Not happening. <laughs> okay. 877-881-1053. It's like those saying. You know, I would, though. I do believe T.O. could give me... Five plays in a game more than Dez right now, for all you for all you dude Dez fanatics. If there are two guys who in their late forties, early fifties could still play football to me, it would be Terrell Owens and Darren Woodson. Like not Darren with a Darren's way too shoulder. Well, he's building, but I mean he's way too skinny right now. He in like dress shoes on the ESPN set at forty six ran like a four eight. Coach Cringe is at it again. Oh my god! Wait till you hear Nick Sirianni talking about Jalen Hurts as one of the X-Men, and is Sean Payton going back to New Orleans with Tom Brady? Plus, Aaron Rodgers says Tua should maybe sit it out, and we got more Russell Wilson jokes. Time to shut down his own office and parking spot in Denver. Around the rest of the NFL, next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Why are the Cowboys going to try hard tonight? Well, because if they win out and the Eagles lose out, the Dallas Cowboys can win the NFC East. The problem is that Philadelphia is taking on New Orleans. Damn it. In Philly. Damn it. But the spread's only five and a half. Doesn't that tell us? And that's where we would need RJ that Gardner Minshew is playing over Hertz this week. Definitely. Yeah, that, 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 that spread it would be normally. <laughs> I, I mean, Vegas, you're, you're looking more like nine. Got to get the uh, hook. Got to uh, get the hook. I, I, I mean, I mean, you're saying a player's worth four points. That, that's a lot of points. That's going to only be a quarterback. <laughs> so 
I think they think that Gardner Minshew is going to be playing. So yesterday, the old raccoon, Coach Cringe, <laughs> Nick Sirianni, was asked about Jalen Hurts recovering. If you and him went up and you guys shot baskets together, he'd whoop you. If you guys went out and you guys raced against each other, he'd whoop you. If you guys went out and, uh, let's see, tried to throw the football, so he was to throw it more accurate or further, he'd whoop you. And so his body heals faster than yours. <laughs> he sucks. I really didn't think we could get in the cringe category of Joe Judge. And I don't, Sirianni's not there yet. But he's approaching. It's just different. It's it's cringy in a different way, and it's like I think he's just as bad. It's just different. Judge, like I think, is like a lot more serious about it. And Sirianni's got this sarcasm, like he's got this smarminess to him. By by the way, I was uh, you remember we were talking. I was like, he's gonna wear wear a Jalen Hurts shirt. That's what he's gonna Sirianni do. Sirianni for yeah. the Cowboy game. And I was on the sideline when he came out, so I ran over there to see what shirt he was wearing. He wasn't wearing a, a Jalen Hurts shirt, but he was wearing a sink or swim with all his like players on it, <laughs> that shirt. And so he uh he was still being a tool. Yeah. Um but he just he sucks, man. Like, I mean, he's a good football coach. Like, there's no denying at this point. He is a really good football coach, and he clearly gets guys to buy in and 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 you know, his players think highly of him and everything like that. And so I'm not, I'm not questioning that at all. I'm just saying from a, a media standpoint, from being on the outside and just like covering the way he does things, he's a tool. It's and, awful. And so is Russell Wilson. And Mr. Mr. Unlimited let's parking ride. spaces. Let's ride. <laughs> uh, let's ride. Yeah. In my car, in my parking space. <laughs> let's so, ride to the stadium. Shannon Sharp, legendary Denver Bronco, despite what his co-host Skip Bayless thinks. Uh, Shannon Sharp was a Hall of Fame tight end. He's going off on Russell yesterday on FS1, and he dropped a couple little tidbits that became news. But I tell you what, I don't know who the head coach is going to be. The first thing you do, Russell Wilson, I'm locking this office. You will no longer have an office. All those parking spaces that you get at the stadium, they're gone too. Because you're putting yourself in front of the team. And I said it before and I'll say it again and I stand by it. Mm-hmm. You ticked a lot of people off with your attitude, bro. Mm-hmm. Now you can come out here and talk about we're a team and I'm good with my teammates. But deep down inside they see them and I'm going to leave it at that. Take it with what you want to. Okay, so. How connected is he still to Denver? I don't know. He just said. Take that for what it's worth, players receiving. I mean, how connected is Aikman or Emmett? Not well, Emmett's still at the games. Aikman covers, obviously, but I don't think Aikman is like Irvin is really connected. Still. Yeah, Irvin is more connected than those guys. I just, I wonder because I, I mean, I gotta and, imagine he's got a good relationship, but I mean, ownerships change there. There's all it takes is one exec or one player, one yeah. feeding him or sending him text messages. My question for you is, you're at the Ford Center, at the Star in Frisco every day. What What is, like, out of bounds? Like, when I first heard his own parking spot, I'm like, okay, like, is that is that really, like, special VIP treatment? You're getting a possible future Hall of Fame quarterback. He's the toast of the town. He's the man. Uh, don't people get suites at games or preferential treatment? I don't, I don't know why he would need his own office, but... What's unusual? What's 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 eyebrow raising? So on the office part, I can't think of a reason for that. Broadus had brought up the point that he said if he's living at the facility, basically, 
And so he needs somewhere to like, it would make sense to give him an office to where like, Hey, let's just set you up with a, a place to watch film and stuff like that. And that way, you know, you don't have to have the equipment at home. If something breaks, we can send. So he said that he didn't think that was that unusual. The parking space at the stadium is interesting. I don't know how that works exactly, except when the players arrive, what they do is they, they pull up on one side of the, the stadium and then they've got this blue carpet that leads into the stadium where they walk in and they just bring their car up and it's valet for them. So they may have spots, um, but valet takes care of it. They just pull up to the stadium, drop their car and go. Like, uh, let's say Micah's new deal comes up. Uh-huh. What could he and what, you know, would he ask for that wouldn't, you know, I guess the only thing is would, would I alienate my teammates or have any jealousy? Otherwise, wouldn't you ask for everything? The Cowboys generally... Don't players have their own suites? Um, no, not necessarily. Um, in fact, players have to a lot of this. Or like Luca, Luca's contract comes up, and he's like, "I want a suite at every game, and I want like the best parking that there is." Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's something that you could throw in there. The players get all the players get, I think, four tickets. McCarthy brought this up with you guys a couple weeks ago. Like, you get a certain amount of tickets, but then you have to buy anything else that you want. Now they'll give you access to tickets to buy. Like, you don't have to go to like StubHub and do it or whatever. Um, but that's one of those things where the Cowboys generally, I think, avoid some of those quirky things, but they clearly exist in other contracts. Like, we know... I'm going to ask Whitworth at eight. Yeah, we just know in other sports, like, um, you know, Rugnet Odor getting the horses, or, uh, yeah, when there's a deal for, like, hey, I want a suite here, things like that. Um, but it is it is interesting. Like, the multiple parking spots at the stadium is a little odd. Because, I mean, outside of just you, what else would you need them for? Now, again... Brian, when he heard that, was trying to suggest, he said, well, maybe that's a lot of these guys have, I've got a personal trainer, somebody who stretches me like game day, you know, crew that helps them get ready, that maybe those are spaces to make sure those guys can get in the stadium. All right, let's go to the NFC South. Josh Norman is back. They got him out of his coffee shop to return to the Carolina Panthers. He's got a great relationship with Steve Wilkes, and they're in a little playoff competition. They've been dealing with some Injuries at corner with J.C. Horn and Josh Norman, who is running his Atlanta coffee shop, is back for Carolina at the age of 35. Why? He was roasted. That, so my, my first reaction was, you're telling me we don't have any young talent out there, a young athlete available who's been with a team or five in the National Football League that would be a better option than Josh Norman, who was cooked and toasted when he was playing for Buffalo and other teams late in his career? Here here were Josh Norman's coverage ga- grades from PFF, which I'm not a big PFF oh, fan, as you now, know. Now you go to PFF. No, I'm just throwing it out as a, a context of, like, just for what it's worth, this is what PFF says, which, again, I'm not a big fan of. But his years in Carolina, coverage grade was 57, 49, 72, 89. Then he goes to Washington at 76, 69, 72, 43, Buffalo 69, San Francisco 47 last year. So in general, like, again, PFF is all over the map um, in terms of their grades, but he was not good really after he left Carolina. And really it was just one, it was two years in Carolina where he was pretty good, but there was just really one year where he was incredible. And that was the Super Bowl year. And you remember he got a little cute in the negotiations when they franchise tagged him and Carolina said, we're sending the tag. We're going to let you go. Oh, yeah. 
And so there were some hurt feelings there on that too. So that's a little surprising that he's going back to the the organization. I guess things have healed there in seven years. But man, that's uh, you're you're desperate, I guess, if you're calling Josh Norman to come out of the coffee shop. Mike Florio with the story. Could we see Sean Payton and Tom Brady in New Orleans next year? Tom Brady. That people throughout the league, one source saying it's the worst kept secret that Sean Payton will return to the Saints. And, of course, we've had the Miami Dolphins flirtation between Brady and Payton. Uh, Tom recently telling, you know, Jim Gray on his podcast he really isn't thinking about retirement. So all this compensation talk, trading with the Saints to get Sean Payton out of there, Sean Payton going to Arizona, Sean Payton going to the Chargers, Sean Payton going to the Broncos, no one is brought up. Just go back to New Orleans and have your quarterback and Tom Brady, who's going to be a free agent, it it doesn't not make sense. It's it's interesting. It's an interesting thought that like, hey, maybe things have. have but I gotta think any. It was not just Sean Payton was like, I'm tired. I don't want to coach anywhere right now. I think there were frustrations being in New Orleans and and where things stood. With what he's got control, or he had control, right? Yeah, but in general, I just think where they were at with talent and stuff like that, and uh, like I think. I think he had wanted to get the process started on getting a new quarterback a lot earlier bef- than they did. Like I think, I think you think he wanted to move I, off. I, of I think Breeze I think earlier. Breeze hung around longer than he wanted. Okay, and and because Breeze was not playing as well. But they had great talent. They had a great roster. They did, but top quarter- defense, weapons, but, offensive line, look, all of it. The quarterback shot, like like we see the the four <laughs> four point difference. That Vegas Vegas will tell you that what the quarterback means. Uh, but it is interesting. Nick Underhill yesterday, who uh, covers so the Saints. That's why he gave uh, Taysom Hill a gross contract. That is absolutely his fault. That's 100% his fault. But Nick Underhill, who covers the Saints and does a really good job of that, he's very plugged in with that organization. Uh, he wrote an article yesterday evening that said, despite growing Sean Payton buzz, it would be a surprise if Dennis Allen is not Saints coach next year. So I think it's important to also have that context where. Nick Underhill saying that is similar, I think, to if Todd Archer wrote an article that said it would be a surprise if Mike McCarthy isn't the coach next year. Like, like you feel pretty comfortable hearing that information come from that. So I think that genuinely means from New Orleans part, it's not impossible, but it would be a big surprise if they moved on from Dennis Allen. All right, there it is around the rest of the NFL here on Sean and Bobby. It's game day game on day. DFW Sports Station. Russell Westbrook apparently not making many friends in Arlington for the Cowboys' uh, most recent game. Why won't Brian Broaddus sit next to Bobby Belt at Cowboy Games and Mike Gundy once again being and sounding like a total, complete jackass? Next on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Thicker than your average <laughs> instincts. Sean and Bobby here on DFW Sports my Station. Detroit players. Tim's to my hooligans in Brooklyn. Dead right. <laughs> the, hmm, right. Biggie there. Air night. We yeah, got a good song. We got to rank the wanksters in this station. From Choppy to Peyton. We may have the most wanks to show. I know hip hop better than both of them, though. You do? Oh, gosh, yes. Better than Choppy? Yes. Okay. 100%. Okay. I'm trying to think. The only other ones who can compete with me on the hip-hop level are, like, Dawson, Lucius, and Reggie, probably. Dawson? Uh-huh. Dawson, okay. Dawson knows a lot of the 90s hip-hop. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, keep the return music coming. Uh, Russell Westbrook making a little waves in Arlington, apparently, when the Lakers came in to take on the Mavericks on Christmas Day. Uh, Russell Westbrook took in Cowboys versus Eagles. What was that little video yesterday that was released? So, I was just... Joking around, Haley Sutton, who does a fantastic job. Shout out to Derek Eagleton and Nick Eatman for the uh, hiring of Haley Sutton. Who UNT is, alum, by the way. She is a UNT alum, and she is she's going to be a superstar. She is so, so good. And Haley yesterday had just posted some picture, a screenshot of uh, her like a, her on one of the Dallas Cowboys podcasts, and she's looking kind of crazy, and she says, caption this. And so I replied back with the caption, Russ said no, which nobody was supposed to get except for Haley. Uh, but then she shares a photo of of Russell Westbrook on the sideline uh, at the Christmas Eve game, looking a little, uh, almost like he's kind of blowing, blowing some folks off. <laughs> um, and it was just, it was funny because we were on the sideline and I, I had texted you, I was like, Russell's kind of a douche. <laughs> Because he came down there. He was supposed to do an interview with DallasCowboys.com. And, like, I mean. Like, they had worked it out. Like, like, like you scratch our back, we'll scratch yours. Like, he gets sideline passes or whatever. And he gets down there and he's, <laughs> he gets <laughs> he gets on the sideline. We're waiting around for forever because I had heard they were going to do it. I was like, oh, I got to be standing by so I can get a picture of Russ. I want to get a picture of him getting interviewed. And uh, he gets on the sideline and they come over and ask him. And he just does the, the cutthroats on uh-uh. Like, like, I'm in the stadium now. Okay, yeah, you've got in, so now you're not going to do it. And he had this guy over his shoulder and, like, is looking around and, like, people getting too close. So it's kind of like, step back, step back. Like, no picture. <laughs> and and now I will say, he did do, there were a couple kids I saw walk up to him with, like, jerseys. And he signed for him and took pictures with him and was, was perfectly nice. But, uh, yeah. Who Cal- else have you seen on the field and the way that they interact with others, like celebrities? down there whether they're welcoming or whether they have the big security stay away from me uh jonas brothers on thanksgiving were walking around down there uh joe specifically joe jonas is down there with which his one wife. do you have the crush on i none of them oh. um but i thought it was someone that we were talking to who loved i mean i like the, their their music has gotten really good okay. they, they uh, look it's a little bit like the justin timberlake thing people remember the young youthful music and and still hold that against them and don't realize like no they've come into adulthood and they make really good music now and they do they they've they've had a couple good albums the last couple of years so 
Um, he was good. It like I mean I don't interact with anybody when they're down there. I just try to leave them alone. But the, he was he was pretty good, like stopping and taking pictures and being nice to people. Jamie Foxx is awesome in Oxnard. Yes, he is. Denzel. Jay- George Lopez has been really nice whenever I've seen him on the sideline or or walking around training camp. Um, and so I don't know that I've ever seen anybody be rude. And again, like Russell wasn't rude to the to the kids. It was just a little bit of like a he he pulled a little bit of the Olay. It's like he's supposed to do the interview, and then he's like, nope, I'm here now, nope. Now, since we're probably done with Cowboy games in Arlington, Stephen A., you may want to note that as he announced on TV last week, I'm coming to Arlington. I'm coming to Arlington for the Cowboys. So I'm going to show my face. And me and Mike Irvin and Marcus Spears going out to dinner, and I was like, Cowboys aren't going to be here. When you're making this big announcement. Maybe he believes in the Cowboys more than you do is what it is. Maybe he believes that they're going to win out and win the NFC East starting tonight against the Titans right here on 105.3 The Fan. So what we're saying is is that Stephen A. is more of a Cowboys fan and Cowboys believer than Sean Sharif. No, Sean doesn't believe in the Cowboys. Stephen A. is completely unaware of the NFL playoff seedings <sighs> and where they're going to end up oh, going. Man. That's your friend, man. Don't uh, talk about him like that. So since we're done with home games, let's just get this out of the way so there's no increased awkwardness. Brian Broaddus won't sit next to you in the press box at these games. I saw you tweet this no, for your Love won't. the Star podcast. So this, um, basically, so what happens is, is I get antsy. You know this. Like when we get into commercial breaks, you don't move generally. Yeah. You sit right there. Sometimes we'll go to the kitchen to get some water or something. But like as soon as we get the commercial break, I usually like get up and I'm walking around. Like it's just the way I am and I pace and, and everything else. And so... Uh, occasionally I'll see some things throughout the game that I want to note or I want to make sure that like I'm seeing it the right way and, and other people are seeing it the right way. And so what happens is, is during the break, during a commercial break or two minute warning, I'll just walk over to Brian and we'll check and where they're sitting and I'll just say something to Brian. Like, Hey, have you noticed they're doing more of like, I remember a couple weeks ago, I was like, does it look like Dax checking out of plays more? And Brian was like, I don't know. I hadn't noticed it. And I was like, all right, I was just curious. And like, walk away. That was it. Uh, this has now turned into like when you shared the air with him and he was, he goes back on G-Bag and he's like, oh, Sean was like demanding a guest for me and like, give me a guest. I'm like, all right, I'll get Michael Lombardi. I'm well, sorry. When we did this show well, that's that not morning. how it went. That's not how it went. So now it's turning into on the podcast. I don't remember how we got started on the topic on the podcast on the Love of the Star. Uh, an Odyssey podcast. You can get it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And he said uh, that he's like, you are you're not allowed around me in the press box. Allowed? Yeah, because he's like, all you do is talk. He's like, I'm trying to focus on the game, and you're wanting to just, like, analyze it and talk into my ear and blah, blah. And I'm like, this is a, a gross misrepresentation. He's like, you sit over there. Jane Slater gets annoyed with you, so she kicks you out of your seat. Then you come over here. We kick you out. You end up in the dining room. They eventually kick you out because you just <laughs> won't shut up. Who does he sit next to? Wolchuk, and then I think Kevin Gray's usually on the other side. And so, so do you think he's being serious? Well, I mean, he's definitely being partially serious because he does hate when I walk up. But now he doesn't understand. Like he says oh, he that, and I'm like, understand. no, he doesn't understand because now that he says that, I will go up to him during every commercial break now next year. I'm gonna, oh. lob- I'm gonna lobby for my seat to be next to his. I'm gonna talk to Cowboys PR and be like, please put my seat next to Brian Broaddus's. And so, oh, Brian, so you're not gonna back off? No, oh gosh, no. Like we're the like, uh, are you kidding me? I'm, I'm gonna make sure that I'm, I'm attached to his hip. It's, it's gonna be like stuck on you. I, I, I'd always 
try to feel this out at training camp. When Broadus, right, you want to be next to Broadus during practice because he just sees things. Which he's cool chatting at practice. Well, I, I wait for him to chat. Like when he's stalking the sidelines with the with the with, with the three little duckies behind him in Walchuk, Chia following Bobby, and all the little ducks are following him. <laughs> he's in his mode, and I'm not like going to interrupt him. If he comes up and he's like. Hey, what do you think of the corner? What do you think of the linebacker? Da, da, da. Then I'm like, okay, let's have a conversation. But sometimes he's in that mode where he doesn't want to be disturbed. Uh, oh, yeah. He doesn't, you know, I, and I'm not going to stop him and, and and bog him down. And a lot of the times I go over there, I'll drop by during the commercial break just to troll. Like, I'll come by and I'll be like, don't talk S about my quarterback during the halftime show. Yeah. Like, I'll just say that. And, that. and a lot of times I'm going over there just to talk to Wolchuk and say something to Wolchuk. And then he's just there and he's like, trying to watch the game. He can't, he can't hear people talking around him and also watch the game. All right, I want to talk about this ass, Mike Gundy, who I've always believed is an ass, always will be an ass. Uh, Oklahoma State head coach. This is on Tuesday after they lost to Wisconsin in the guaranteed rate bowl. They lost 24-17. You all hear our end of the season press conferences with Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy and Jason Garrett for over a decade now. So you judge whether this question is out of bounds from the reporter or the response from Gundy is way over the top and unnecessary. So staff changes are starting to happen earlier and earlier now with the portal um, being a thing. Do you, do you anticipate any, making any changes to your staff between now and next season? Do you think I would have to tell you if I was making staff changes? No, but I have well, to. Then why would you ask? Because I have to. It's my job. Okay, well, I might have to cut you out. I mean, don't be an ass. Really? I mean, those, those people's lives, man. Those people's families. Right? Okay, don't mess with people's families. Let's do this the right way. You with me on this? It's not fair to people's families, man. Right, that will conclude our press conference. I'm not mad about the game. I just don't like ignorance. So when he looked, when he said, you with me on this, he turned to the PR person. Basically to say, circle that credential right there. This is what happens in smaller college towns where... Nick Saban and these guys, right? They become the godfather and they erase you. They're like, you're out. That's the only thing you have to cover in Stillwater is Oklahoma State football. You get your press pass revoked and you're done and over with. And people are like, whoa, are you telling me that you asked Jerry Jones about, you know, a staff? Ch-? Yeah. Every, when, when, it, when it's necessary, we asked about Jason Garrett for four years in a row. We asked, are you going to keep or fire uh, Mike Nolan. We ask about coordinators, people taking jobs. It's a generic media question. Yeah, he's not going to answer, but sometimes they just have to be asked. Uh, and Mike Gundy could have said, we're not going to discuss this at this time. Right now we're focusing on the game. We'll make future decisions. But he's got to be the freaking clown show that he's always been, a petulant little child who thinks he's the godfather and threatened to kick this guy. And the reporter wasn't even a jerk about it. No. Mike Gundy's being an ass. Like, get the hell out of Stillwater and, like, realize how the world operates. Like, Gundy is such a... Have you heard stuff about him, like, yes. behind the scenes? Gosh, this is, like, this is... I've known people who have covered Gundy in Stillwater, and he does this behind the scenes, too. He threatens to pull credentials over yeah. stupid crap. I I can't talk much about him without using words the FCC bans, but he's, he's such a... Yeah. Go go to a little bit go to a little bit bigger city, Mike, and then try it and see what happens in terms of people getting credentials pulled and erased. Now, 
do you think there's anything wrong with the question? Just sitting there saying, you making, are you making staff changes? Are you going to change your coaching staff? No. No. And like, by the way, I do want to say, like you just kind of referenced there, for all the people, because I know we get this on the fan text tweeted sometimes, it's like, oh, you're, you're just, you're not criticizing them because on a certain issue because you're worried your credentials are getting pulled. The Cowboys will not pull your credentials if you criticize them. I promise you. They are <laughs> not the team to do that. Yeah, Mike Bassick you're, is still employed here. You're talking <laughs> about the wrong team to make that accusation to. You can say all the negative things you want. They will not pull your credentials. I'm a man. I'm 40. I, I still see Mac Engle at the games, you guys. So, <laughs> um, all right. Love you, Mac. So, so there it is. Mike Gundy doing what he does best, acting like a total complete tool. Uh, worse, worse than Nick Sirianni uh, locally uh, compared to the raccoon in Philly. Are the Titans going to have anyone left to play against the Cowboys tonight? Let's get you set for the game with headlines and the expressway on Sean and Bobby next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.